I'm a giant when I stand Ballin' like the Jets, start in Jersey like the Nets To New York like the Mets, yeah I win like the Yanks Like the past, spell a check, GNT Sports Talk How to show on the net, yeah On myself, yeah I bet, yeah I put blood to the switch, yeah From the East to the West, GNT Sports Talk How to show on the net, yeah And we're back for another week of NFL picks. It's already week 11. This season's going by way too fast. We say this every week. And everybody, welcome to another edition of GNT Sports Talk presented by Grunt Talks. Here with my co-host, Julian Gallardi. What's up, brother? Hey, how's it going, man? So we got another week. We're already on the week 11 somehow. Of course, we have a special guest, Big Steve, who has the best single week record at 12 and 4. Yes, what's sir. Let's go. What's, what's up, up, Steve? What's up, buddy? Freezing my ass off right now down here in uh, Central Jersey. Uh, <laughs> this weather is atrocious. Yeah, I'm gonna be feeling so, that in the, in the next three days as I'm flying back up for a week for Thanksgiving. Let's get it right now. So, uh, bundle up, man. Yeah, bundle up. yeah. Right now I'm dealing with 74 degrees and uh, overcast here. Oh, in, you uh, poor thing. Sunny Brandon, Florida. <laughs> but <laughs> but oh. no. Uh, so you know what, Steve? You're our guest. You had a great last time. You had 12 and five, if I'm not mistaken, right, Jules? He was. 12 and, four, out. 12 and 4 you were absolutely Ooh, tremendous that week so you know what let's start off the picks with your game and before we get started with that game I'm going to say the Vikings have turned this around and I'll tell you what all it needed was a little healthy dose of Dalvin Cook bro you were reading my mind because I was about to pick that game too uh we got a mutual friend on uh on Twitter Keith he's a big Cowboy fan and We've, uh, me and him go back and forth sometimes when the Vikings play and the Cowboys play each other. And I asked him if he's ready for Sunday, and he was saying Cook is going to do work on them. So I am definitely going to go with the Vikings. And primetime Cousins, he's getting his swag. I don't know if you guys saw that little fist pump on Monday, but uh, <laughs> that, that was a good feeling. Although he could be an asshole sometimes. That was, that was fun uh, Monday. So I'm going to go uh, start this week off with um, – Vikings over to Cowboys. What do you got for a score prediction? Score prediction. It's going to be 10-point spread okay. in my, my mind just because of how the Cowboys have been playing and how the Vikings sometimes let teams back in late. I think it's going to be 31-21 Vikings. Okay. I like that. I like that a lot. What do you got, Jules? Yeah, I mean, I agree with Big Steve for the most part here. The Cowboys are in a bad spot. I think Andy Dalton might come back. It doesn't matter. You yeah, know, it's daytime. it's daytime Dalton. The Vikings will be fine, even with Kirk Cousins at the helm, because Dalvin Cook is going to take care of it. He has been. Line's only seven points a minute, so it seems a bit low to me. I agree. It's just like a 10 to 14 point game. I'm feeling like a 31 17 type situation with Minnesota just because. Cowboys offense is dormant. The Vikings offense is getting a little bit hot, even though they did not look good against the Bears. It's a tough defense, but the Cowboys defense is terrible. Vikings should take care of this one pretty easily. I'm going to agree with you guys fully. Absolutely. Um, the Vikings are just better all around. Their defense is starting to get picked up. Uh, Kirk Cousins isn't turning the ball over, and Dalvin Cook is healthy. And when you have a healthy Dalvin Cook, good things will happen. One thing I do think is I'm, that I think Kirk Cousins will – what's up, dude? No, no, you go. I was going to oh, add on to the Vikings game as well. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I think that this week you will see Kirk Cousins th- throw the ball a lot more. Justin Jefferson has proven he's an absolute stud last week over eight catches, 100-plus yards. Uh, I see uh, Adam Thielen will get more involved. He had that really sick one-handed touchdown on Monday night. I could see him building off of that. And I will tell you, it's going to be a massacre. I do think it's a 10-point game. I'm going with the Vikings, 34, Cowboys, 24. And the only reason they get 24 points is because daytime Dalton will play, and he'll get them points at the end of the game, get a garbage time. Yeah, I agree with that. And Vikings are known for letting up uh, easy points at the end when they drop their guard just because they think they're going to win it easily, and they always do this every time, and they somehow let the spread become what the spread was predicted to be in the beginning of the game. So, and that seems to be the trend lately with all the games that it started out as a blowout and then somehow the spread uh, goes back to being the normal spread. But anyway, you were reading my mind about Jefferson. He's going to be a standout. He's already showing that he's a baller. He knows how to run his routes. He's been doing really well as a rookie. And I think he, uh, he will have a breakout game again, but this time it'll be more, north of 100 yards receiving. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think, you know what, when you lost Diggs, the perfect replacement was Justin Jefferson, and he does everything and anything for you guys. I also like your uh, – before we move on, Steve, what's your opinion on uh, Kyle Rudolph? Because I'll tell you this, every time he caught the ball, it seems like it was getting knocked out of his hands really easily. He had that bad he, fumble. What's going on with him? He needs new gloves. He needs new sticking gloves, man. I have no idea what's going on, and he – my, I don't want to say the age is getting up there for him, but that's playing a factor. Maybe he's not thinking clearly as much because, you know, old people don't seem to think right. Um, <laughs> so he's been in the league for almost 13 years, and it's pretty much easy to know what he's going to do. He's pretty predictable with his routes. And when he gets the ball, he runs downfield pretty well. It's just that for some reason he's not holding on to the football like he used to. And I have no idea where that struggle is coming from because he cost me some uh, fantasy points uh, Monday night. He had that nice catch for 15, 10 yards or whatever. And uh, it was going to get me some, um, like maybe five points. And then like he fumbled it and I ended up losing those five points and I lost to the kid by one point. So that's for another day's rant, but. Well, this is a big week for fantasy football because a lot of stretch runs are coming down. Now I've got three weeks left till those playoff brackets are made. So it's going to be interesting yeah. to see what happens with that. So, Bobby, do you want to go to your game or should we talk about Cardinal Seahawks? Well, since we uh, got the Vikings out of the way, what we'll do is we'll go down in order and we'll start, yeah, with the Seattle game. This game tonight, and Julian, I'll have you start off with this, and I will say what a battle in the NFC West, every team is gr- very good, and every team is in the race. This is a huge game tonight. Who could take over the division? It's absolutely massive, brother, and there's a lot in the line here. Two teams going opposite directions. Seattle's been sputtering. The Cardinals had a miraculous win, but now the Seahawks get to go back to the 12th man, albeit without fans. So this is a situation where I think the Seahawks are going to miss those fans tonight. This would have been a rabid game, obviously. But I think the Seahawks are going to take care of it, unfortunately. Minus three money line is about right. I mean, minus three spread. But I think the Seahawks are going to end up winning like 31 to 27. I think Adams will wake up. He hasn't been great. But I think the Cardinals are going to be riding a little too high. It's going to be a fun game. But I feel like the Seahawks are due to get it together. 
What do you got for us, Big Steve? Well, as a Vikings fan, it is so good to see Seattle struggling now because they always seem <laughs> oh, to I'm do well against too. the Vikings. And it's always like one weird play that always uh, gave Seattle that, that victory over us. But right. seeing Russell Wilson uh, or Mr. Unlimited uh, struggle <laughs> right now, it's a beautiful thing. And uh, who are they playing again tonight? They're Cardinals. Playing, they're playing Arizona. Arizona. Now, uh, Magic Murray had a little uh, magic on Sunday, so I'm thinking that he's going to ride that wave. Okay. And uh, I'm gonna I'm leaning towards Arizona tonight. What do you got for a score prediction? Score prediction. Oof. Um, it's not going to be as crazy as uh, Sunday, but I'm definitely thinking 28-21. Uh, Got to keep okay. it close. Okay. I like that. I'm going to tell you guys this. Uh, a short week, Russell Wilson's been struggling. I've, I've saw this. In the past four games, Russell Wilson has turned the ball over ten times. And hear this. Patrick Mahomes has turned the ball, ten, ten to, turned the ball over ten times in the last 28 games. So that uh, – that's one stat that was coming up. Um, and uh, I just got an alert on my phone. A lot of uh, insiders are talking about Kyler Murray being involved in the MVP race. And tonight, if he plays well, he definitely deserves to be in that race, beating who early on in the season was the clear-cut favorite to win uh, MVP. But tonight, I'm going to tell you, Seattle needs a big win. They're home. Uh, Russell Wilson really has not been playing well. He's going to have to find his rhythm. I think that he could take advantage. Him and DK Metcalf could take advantage of this uh, defense of the Cardinals that's a little bit uh, weak. They did play well against the Bills, but it's going to be a whole different ball game against Seattle. But I do think it's going to be high scoring. I do think the Cardinals will put up points. Uh, Seattle has no defense. They, they play no defense as well. Um, I think that it's going to be a one-point game. It's going to be crazy. But last week you saw the Hale Murray ladies, uh, brothers. Well, I was going to say ladies and gentlemen. Forgive me. It's all good. <laughs> ladies um, and gentlemen. Yep. That's what you meant to say. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. So, uh, last week, the Hail Murray. This week, you're going to see at the end of the game, when they need it the most, Russell Wilson go down the field. He's not going to throw a Hail Murray and get it. He's going to drive them down the field, and he's going to win the game for them. I got Seattle winning 31-30. Wow. Same so ballpark with our scores. It's going to be a crazy game. I'm excited for this game. It was, it's not my game of the week pick, but it was close enough. But let's move on to the well, uh, Thursday nights are always wacky. It's almost like watching are. the Mac conference. Absolutely, they're always wacky. It's crazy, bro. It's crazy. But um, let's move on to the uh, one o'clock games on Sunday, and we'll start off with the Bengals and the Washington football team. Oh God! I'm going to keep. I'm going to keep it clear cut for you, fellas. Um, I think it's going to be closer than people think. I think the Bengals um, are a lot better than people think. They're, re- they're not there yet, but they will be there next year, I think. Joe Burrow has changed his team. I don't know if they're going to get Joe Mixon back. That has been a problem because the run game for them has been non-existent. Washington is going to start Alex Smith. Alex Smith is known for the, the ultimate game manager. He can do things. He, he keeps them in ball games. He kept them in last week. This could be an interesting game. But I think this week I'm going to go with the Bengals winning this game. I think Joe Burrow is just showing what he could be. In a game like this, this team should definitely beat Washington. They're both very, very bad teams, but two going in two totally different directions, in my opinion. It's going to be a close game. I got the Bengals winning 27-20. 
I like that pick. I like um, the way Joe Burrow's been playing. He's uh, has a little, a lot of grit in him, and uh, he's he's proving to the league that he belongs. Mm-hmm. And uh, now the the scores may not show that, but he's definitely playing. And Julian, maybe you'll agree with me. I think he uh, balls out tonight or uh, Sunday. No, I'm actually with you guys. I'm gonna go Bengals too. I mean, Burrow's much better than. What Smith is at this point, although I respect the story and everything. The Washington football team's a mess. The Bengals are too, but the Bengals have a lot more talent on offense. The only problem is if they can't block for Burrow, that D-line might make it a nightmare. I think it's going to be a sloppy game. I got like 2017 Bengals. Oh, I, I feel like this is going to be like what happened with uh, Akron and Kent State the other night uh, <laughs> when it was like 69-35. It's not going to get that crazy, but it's definitely going to be up there. I feel like maybe 45 45, uh, 31. Oh, wow. Uh, That's a different outlook than I do in this. That is a high-scoring game and definitely can happen. Definitely take the over. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. But uh, I'm going to uh, – hey, Steve, I want you to start this game off in your opinion. This is the – actually, you know what? <laughs> the, because, uh, I'll have you start the next one off. Julian, I want you to do this game. This is between the Saints – and your second favorite team, the Atlanta Falcons. All right. Well, I think the Falcons are going to ride high, get that upset because Jameis Winston's taking over at the helm. So I think the Falcons can get him unprepared a little bit. Maybe he'll turn it over once or twice. The Falcons have been looking better of late. You know how inconsistent they are, obviously. Rumors about Ryan's future, even Jones, but hopefully he doesn't go anywhere. Um, But I just think – and the Falcons always play the Saints tough. Like, they always beat them randomly when you don't expect them to. It's just setting up like that for me. I can see a 27-21 victory for Atlanta, like 27-24. Okay. What do you got for us, Steve? All right. So, both storylines seem to be pretty good in terms of uh, redemption time. So, Jameson's going to get his redemption now that the Falcons are struggling. So, he's going to get – or the Saints, I'm sorry. And um, the Falcons are just looking for an identity. So this one's tough. I mean, I hate both teams, just to make that clear. Uh, uh, I hate the Saints because what they did to the Vikings back in the day with uh, the Bounty Gate. They always went after us. It seemed like the hardest. Uh, Falcons always eliminated us before the Seattle Seahawks uh, started doing that. So there's some disdain there on both uh, teams. And uh, I'm going to lean towards uh, the the Saints. I'm going to pick the Saints here. Close game, uh, 24-20. Okay. I like that score. I'm going to go with the Saints as well. I know Jameis Winston is starting, and they're going to sprinkle in a little Taysom Hill magic in there in that recipe. Um, I'm going to tell you this. With the Falcons, you know, this game should be a game that they should win, but – they, it just, they can't hold on to leads. I don't like what I see. They're too inconsistent. Um, Matt Ryan needs to start getting the ball more. I can't stress it enough to Julio Jones, especially in the end no, zone. For sure. And the Saints defense, which is arguably one of the best secondaries in football, they will take care of business. It's a, it, uh, Julio won't be shut down, but I think he can be a bit limited. Um, I will say Calvin Ridley coming back is a big plus for them. Uh, I think Jameis Winston, you know, he's known for turning the ball over more than anything, but he's been there before. He's a guy who could throw for over 400 yards, That's four true. or five touchdowns, but he'll also throw five interceptions in the game, That's too. That's what I'm banking on, hopefully. Uh, I think this week, I think he comes out. This is, uh, Everyone talks about set, um, 
you know, changing the culture. I think what Jameis Winston is doing, like last year, we talked about this early, Jules, earlier uh, in our Tides Tuesday. Uh, last year when Drew Brees got hurt and Teddy Bridgewater had to play, he went 5-0, and and that was his audition. And look what he got. He got a big contract right. starter for the Panthers. This year, same thing. However long Drew Brees is going to be in, this is going to be an audition for Jameis because after this year, teams that need quarterbacks could go for him and his services if he really changes up and he plays well. I think in this game he will play well. I think he turns the ball over once, throws three touchdown passes, though. I really do. I think they get it picked wow, up. Wow, okay. I'm going to go with it. It's going to be a close game. I got and 30. Jared Cook gets involved. Jared Cook does get involved. He does like throwing to the tight ends. That's one thing uh, Jameis Winston likes to do. And I do think that Michael Thomas will start picking it up because in the past few weeks, even when he's come back, he hasn't looked right. I think he gets it right this week against this putrid Atlanta Falcons secondary. Uh, 30-23 Saints. Ooh, so, all right. So, Steve, I want you to start this one off, my brother. This is the 9-0 and Steelers against the Jaguars. Oh, God. Oh, easy pick. I'm, I'm just going to go rapid fire for now on. Uh, Steelers, big. Steelers big? Okay. What do you, give us a number. Uh, I'm going to say 15-point spread. I'm okay. going to say so 35-20 Steelers. Okay. Okay. It's, what do you got, Jules? It's somehow only 10 points, which I definitely think is low. I think that's this way too low. This is 35-14 easily, and I'm probably being too cautious with that, but I'll just 35-14 it because Jacksonville did compete against the Packers, so I guess they might hang in for a little bit. I'm going to tell you this. I think that is low. Uh, the Pat, I, the Steelers, much better than Green Bay. Their defense, arguably, much better. And here it is. Here it is. Steve, Julian, call the FBI. I smell a massacre that's going to happen. Okay. This is huge. The Steelers will go to 10-0. and 0. They're going to demolish this team. It's not even going to be pretty. Uh, Roethlisberger is going to throw for over 400 yards, four TDs. Ooh, Juju gets 404. one. Juju gets one. Okay. Juju gets one, Claypool gets two, and he throws one to um, Deontay Johnson, in my opinion. 38-10. Also, real quick, I want to tell you guys, it was reported this morning that the Steelers next year will be $20 million over the cap, which means they have to do a lot of work. They announced this morning an NFL exec and a team exec said that they will most likely not bring back Juju Smith-Schuster or Alejandro Villanueva. So teams who need receivers, wow. offensive line, and pass rush help, they can get three of some of the best at their position. And Juju Smith-Schuster being 24 years old, I expect literally every NFL team being on top of that. Yeah, Jets. And uh, uh, sticky pick right there is uh, my guy, former West Point guy, Alejandro. Oh, he, oh so, he's, uh, he's tremendous. Yeah, he's good. He's, he can play tight end. He could be on the line. He could, he could be a good package deal for uh, – like a sneaky, um, like a wildcat, like type formation. Like he could block, he could do all that. I mean, I, so. I think a team, I think a veteran team that that really needs offensive line help was going to pick him up. I could see Seattle making a run at him. That'd be interesting. Oh, they would do that too. Seattle would do that. Pete Carroll sniffs out all those things. I yep, 100% true, guys. That's some great insight. Yep, I saw that this morning. That was big news. I love hearing that, by the way, and I did see it earlier. I'm just thrilled. Yeah, it's um, had to break that news in terms of the Steelers, but the Steelers aren't aren't slowing down anytime soon. No. And real quick, hey guys, also, let's do um, 
Let's do rapid fire here in a little bit. I'm I'm getting cold out here. I, all right. uh, yeah, oh, let's do, all right. Yeah. All right, we'll do rapid fire here. So this is my game: Patriots, Texans. Patriots coming off a huge upset the other night in the monsoon at in Foxborough over the Ravens. Patriots are four and five. They're riding high against a very bad Texans team. Listen, guys, the Patriots are just starting to look good. The defense is going to get healthy. Stephon Gilmore is going to be back this week. Our linebacking core is getting healthy, and this week the game plan is to just pressure. Uh, the, uh, Deshaun Watson because literally he has no offensive line because Laramie Tunsil might be out this game. Got to keep an eye on that. Oh, man. But Patriots, I think, are just sniffing the surface with what they can do. And I think Cam Newton's going to have a big game against this terrible defense. I'm sorry. I, I, I don't, the Texans are going to get destroyed. I think the Patriots have a big win, 31 17. Yeah, this is pretty easy. I got 24-17. I'm, I'm thinking the same as you are. I mean, the Texans won't score too much. It's going to be tough to move the ball with how bad that line is. The Patriots will do just enough to win. You know, it's not pretty football, but as long as they're getting wins, getting back on track, it's good for them. So I think the Patriots will grind it out 24-17. The run game has been good for New England. Newton's been doing enough. He played, uh, played decent against the Jets, Newton. But, you know, it's just – um. It's just the Patriots are a better football team. And, Steve, you can't get inside, brother. You're stuck outside. Yeah, I just want to do it out here. Just, um, my folks are doing some stuff. I didn't want to be loud and, you know, how that goes. No, nah, it uh, makes sense. Oh, makes, okay. It makes sense. So, what do you got for this game, bro? All right. I got the, I got the Pats uh, going back to 500 ball. Yeah. Uh, they're going to turn a corner. And uh, I hate to say that because I know Julian is in that division with the Jets. But uh, as they're turning a corner, they're going to go 500 ball, and uh, they're going to win big, 35-14. Uh, oh, I love it. Love it. All right, so, so Steve, you did rapid, we'll do rapid fire now with this game. We got the Browns and the Eagles. Oh, God. Browns, Eagles. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Browns, Eagles, Browns, Eagles. Let's see. Uh, That's an ugly one. It is an ugly one. You can go either way. Yeah. Talk about That's rapid fire. Game. Three and a half uh, line for the Cleveland Browns. They're favored by three and a half. Over under forty seven points. Browns six and three. Eagles three, five and one. Yeah, so um Browns. Uh gonna be low scoring, twenty eight twenty. Browns. Okay, what do you got, Jules? You know what? I'm going to do Eagles for some reason. I don't know why because they look terrible, but I'm just not sold on this Browns team. I think the Eagles need to really turn the corner because if they don't, the Giants can really win that division. So the Eagles need to get themselves together. There's a lot of pressure in Philly. The Browns did not play good against the Texans at all, really. That was a very bad game. I think the Eagles need the game more. I think Wentz will throw two touchdown passes, and Sanders look good. I think he'll keep it going. Eagles 24, Browns 20. I'm gonna agree. I'm gonna go with the Browns winning this game. I think it's going to be by 11 points. I think the Browns did, struggled last week, but they will pick it up this week. Uh, Nick Chubb is fully healthy. That run game between Chubb and Hunt is going to be all over the place. And as long as you have that, and you don't make Baker Mayfield throw f- for a lot and have him turn the ball over, it turns into wins. Browns get the win, 27-16. Although I do think Carson Wentz plays a better game this week, but. Like um, it. Yeah, so Jules, how about we do uh, – here's what we'll do. We'll do you next. Um, what's, it's Lions and Panthers. Okay. You. Um, okay, I'll go with Panthers here. 
You know, they've been playing all right lately. I know they got beat up by the Bucs, but they're showing a lot of spirit, a lot of fight. There's no McCaffrey. This Lions team is fraudulent at four and five. I don't believe in them still. I think the Panthers will get the upset win, if you could even call it that. I don't even see a line in this game. Is there a big injury with Stafford? Is that what's holding this game up? Because I know McCaffrey's out. Stafford like, has an injury, and Teddy Bridgewater might not play. That's another thing, too. Oh, you okay, so that, that game's a complete crapshoot. I'll take Carolina, though. Okay, what do you got? What do you got? 24-20. 24-20. Okay, what do you got, Steve? All right, I just uh, lost track. Who are we uh, talking about? Lions-Panthers. It's an ugly one. Okay. Yeah, um, I'm going to go with the Panthers because I need the Lions to lose in my division. So, Panthers, uh, it's going to be a little high scoring, and it's going to be ugly. Uh, Panthers, 35. Lions, uh, 20. Wow. I'm going to go with the Lions winning this one in a crapshoot, especially okay. if Teddy Bridgewater doesn't play. Uh, Matthew Stafford and the Lions do just enough. I think the Lions' defense is starting to maybe show a bit of life. Not that much, but they're really uh, – they could take advantage of P.J. Walker if he's definitely going to play. P.J. Walker, this isn't the the XFL. This is the NFL. Um, it's going to be a two-point game. I got the Lions winning 23-21. So – um, I'll take over this game, and then, Julian, you'll do the next because it's your game, the Jets. This is the Titans and Ravens. Ooh. Guys, I'm going to be short and sweet with you. The Ravens don't look right. Lamar Jackson doesn't look good. The offensive line is depleted with the injuries. The defense that got that was ranked uh, top five has looked really bad against the Patriots last week. Um, I'm going to tell you this. The Titans beat the Ravens in the divisional game last year in the playoffs, and they got exposed. And that's exactly what's going to happen this time around again. The Titans have their number. They set the blueprint on how to beat the Ravens, and teams are going to do that. They are not, they're going to set the edge, and Lamar Jackson's not going to be able to do much, and he's going to be forced to throw. And as you know, when he's forced to throw, bad things happen. Titans win this game. Um, Ryan Tannehill gets back on track. A.J. Brown gets in the end zone. And Derrick Henry runs wild all over the place because the run defense of the Ravens, if they don't have Calais Campbell back, which I think they will, even with him back, they're in a lot of trouble. The run defense was really bad last week. And this week against arguably one of the best backs in football, he's going to run wild. Uh, I got the Titans winning this game 26-17. Okay, so Titans 6-3, and three, Ravens 6-3. and three. Spread 6.5 for Baltimore, overruns are 49. Big Steve, I turn to you. Who you got? Whew. Um... It can go either way. I'm going to say Titans get it done. I'm going to say, uh, what's the spread you said? Six and a half for Baltimore. I'm going to say Titans get it done. Um, 37-30. Okay. I'm going to agree with you guys. I wanted to see if I could be like the difference maker, but I'm going to go with the Titans as well because um, the matchup's good. Like Bobby said, they've done it before. They have all the components to beat them. They also came off a bad loss against the Colts. I think they're going to be motivated. Ravens had a tough loss too, but I think the Titans are just more complete right now. I Absolutely. got uh, 28-27. Um, I think it'll be a close one. Okay. I like that. So we go to the 4 o'clock. We're almost done. 4 o'clock slate which has four games on it this week other than last week, which had six. And Jules, we're going to start off with you because it's the Jets taking on the Los Angeles Chargers. Oh, man. So I think uh, Perryman's banged up again. Obviously, no Darnold again. 
I'm really worried about this because the Chargers have not been good. Can the Jets find a way to win this game by accident? I really hope not. The Chargers are eight-and-a-half-point favorites here. Flacco didn't play well against the Patriots, despite that one pick. Other than that, he played pretty well. But um, Perryman, I don't know what the status is. I mean, Mims and Crowder will be in there. I have to use Michael P. Ryan this week in fantasy. That's how low backs have gone for me. So I hope the Jets use him. Um, the Chargers have a great team, but they can't finish any game. So I'd say they get it done 30-23, to 23, though. I think that's the type of game I see, and they'll finally get a win that they desperately need. What do you got, Steve? <laughs> I'm going for the upset here. Jets get it done. They get their <laughs> win. Oh. And uh, it will be low scoring, 28-21. Wow. Okay. Guess I'm going to agree with you. I got the Jets winning. Just wow, kidding. you guys actually no, agree with no, the No, just kidding. No, they're not going to win this game. The Chargers <laughs> are going to come back, and they're going to destroy the Jets. I think the defense of the Chargers that's been uh, under, you know, underperforming this week, they get it done. Uh, I will tell you this. I, if you guys haven't seen Justin Herbert, he got a new haircut. He looks like a 12-year-old now, and I think he's going to play. <laughs> he's going to light it up against this Jets team. The Jets let go of Pierre Desir, which was their big free agent acquisition, and now terrible. he's on waivers. Absolutely um, horrible. I think Keenan Allen and Mike Williams are going to destroy this secondary. It's going to be bad. It's going to be high scoring for the Chargers, the Jets, We'll only be able to put up a little. I got the Chargers destroying the Jets 33-17. And the tank for Trevor for the Jets continues. All right. That's what we hope happens. So, so we'll do – so, this one right here is uh, the Dolphins and the Broncos. And I'll do this one. Uh, Dolphins, Broncos, it's very uh, back and forth in my opinion. The Dolphins look really well. The The Broncos don't look as good. And it was reported real quick, I'll tell you guys, that the that John Elway is not sold on Drew Locke just yet. Oh and if boy. he doesn't see improvements, they can look for a quarterback in the draft. Of course. So, with this game, I think the Dolphins' defense is playing lights out. I think two is doing just enough to get it done. Uh, this guy, Salvin Ahmed, or whatever his name is, for the running back position has been nothing but a godsend for them. Dolphins get it done 27-14. I hate to agree with you, but I have to. This Dolphins team is too complete right now. The Broncos are very mediocre. Drew Locke was horrible last week, tossing up four picks. I think Dolphins got him at least twice. They've been getting those opportunistic turnovers. This team's hot. They have good chemistry. You can see things going in their favor. I think Dolphins win this one 26-17. What do you got for us, Steve? I got to go with my guy from Hawaii, man. Tua's going to have a big day. He's going to ball out. And um, I think he's going to put up uh, not a career day, but he'll definitely put up some numbers. That's so going to be 35-17. Okay. Dolphins. Wow. Okay. That would be okay. something. So, you know what, Steve? I want you to take this one, and this has to do with a uh, team in your division. It's the Packers and the Colts. Oh, fuck the Packers. Oh, can I say that? <laughs> yep, yes. you just uh, did, so I, we're good. <laughs> Ratings, baby. All about the ratings. Yeah, you know, sometimes we got to let it fly out here. You know how it is, right, Bobby? <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, I, know how it is. I think the, uh, the Colts get it done. They get the upset. And uh, it's crazy to think that this is going to be an upset for the Colts, uh, but it will be. And um, 
what's his face? Uh, Rivers, old man Rivers, gets a uh, gets a nice dub here. It's going to be 31-27 uh, Colts. Bobby, good question here. Is this your game of the week? No. I think I know I know what it is. We'll get to it soon. Yeah. This is my game of the week, though. Packers, Colts, I think this one's going to be box office. I love this one for the Fox slot, 425, although they're going to have Dallas on instead probably, so that's terrible. But although you'll get to see your Vikings, but uh, Packers, Colts will be much better overall. Packers will get this win, though, because Aaron Rodgers is not going to go down with Phillip Rivers. That's just not going to happen. Devontae Adams is going to step up. They're going to get Aaron Jones going more. Packers 27, Colts 24. I think it's going to be a fun game, but Rivers will throw a costly pick late. Oh, my. Jules, literally, you and I have the exact same score. I swear to God, that's exactly how I feel. I think the Packers in this game are going up against the second-ranked defense in the NFL. They really, really played well against the Titans, but the Packers are a different uh, team than that. They they have offensive firepower. They're getting Alan Lazard back. Um, I do think – Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think Devontae Adams has a good day. Aaron Jones is now fully healthy. He's going to get the there ball go, a hell of baby. a lot more. And it's going to be a close game, but I do think that the Packers defense makes a big play on Phillip Rivers in the end. I'm going to go with the Packers winning 27-24, just like Julian. Oh, I can't wait for Indy to upset this game so badly. Just like rub it on your guys' faces. God, I hate the Packers so fucking much. <laughs> I can't oh, wait man. to watch this game. Now it's going to be fun. It is. So, so I'm here's what we hate tweeting this game so much. <laughs> do it, bro. Do it. Absolutely. Me too. Jules, what do you, I want you to do the second to last game, and I'll do the last one. This is the Chiefs and the Raiders Sunday night football. Okay. I need your help with some information here because I Let's saw the Raiders had um, a bunch of people on the COVID list, 11 guys. Their entire right? defense. Are they all not playing this game? Oh, no, no, no. They're all going to play, but they have to self-isolate. Um, that's the one thing I was going to say. Yeah, they all are on the COVID list, but they are expected and will play. I can tell you that Trent Brown, their offensive tackle, who literally has no luck this year whatsoever, whether it's dealing from an injury from the doctor or from getting COVID. Uh, I expect him to be back. They will be at full strength. But the one thing I will tell you, Jules, is that Raiders defense hasn't been able to practice going up against one of the best offenses in football. Not a good sign. Yeah, I'm going with the Chiefs here. I really am, especially since they already lost the Raiders this year. Raiders have had their issues with COVID. I think the Chiefs are going to run it up. It's going to be bad. Last time they scored 30. I think they lost like 42-30 or something. I think this time the Chiefs are going to score – 42 points, and the Raiders are going to score just 27. And the Chiefs are just going to run it up. We're going to see Hill. We're going to see Mahomes, Kelsey, maybe even Le'Veon gets involved, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Uh, it's going to be a route for the Chiefs. I just don't think the Raiders can match up this time. I think Andy's going to look at what happened last time, throw it out, and just like mold something different that the Raiders can't stop. Absolutely. What do you got for us, Big Steve? All right, so I'm in a dilemma here because my dumbass doesn't really understand fantasy football, and I decided to draft two quarterbacks. No spread so, on this game either. To pick them? <laughs> no, I think it's because the COVID stuff with the Raiders probably. No, so what happened was uh, I picked up uh, Big Ben because I know he was playing the, the shit team that he's playing. Right. And right. Uh, easy points. But now with Mahomes playing the, the Raiders, I don't know if he's going to ball out on Sunday night because it's prime time, but so who do I start before I even pick this game? 
Oh, you got to start Mahomes, brother. Oh, oh of course. I, I listen. It's not Come as on, far. Steve. Listen, it's not as far fetched. Listen, I'm. Not, it's not as far fetched, Steve. I'm gonna tell you this, man. It's kind of. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm gonna. Oh, I mean, he's playing the Jaguars. No, okay. I know. I know that. And you know what? It's not far fetched. It's really. It's a tough decision. It really is because. Big Ben could put up monster numbers on that defense. Exactly. Also, I don't know which way to go. But with Patrick Mahomes, you have to start him all the time. With this, he struck. You know what? Patty Mahomes didn't really play bad against the Raiders. He had a bad interception that they couldn't move the ball. Here's the thing. Here's my advice to you, Steve. Start Mahomes because that defense of the um, Raiders literally was all on the COVID list. They haven't practiced. And when you That's don't practice to go up against the Chiefs, the Chiefs, the best offense in football. And they lost to him already. Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be a problem. Patty Mahomes is going to have his way with them. They're going to be sluggish. It, it, definitely, you won't – trust me, you won't um, regret it. Trust me. Start Mahomes. All right. Starting Mahomes. So, with that being said, Chiefs, big. 45 – 45-19. Okay. I feel like Raiders are going to miss. 45-19, Raiders miss a, a PAT. Okay. And a field goal attempt. Okay. I like that. I like that a lot. I'm going to tell you this. Early on in the week, and I told Julian this on Tuesday before the news of the day, the whole defense was placed on the COVID list, I was going to pick the Raiders. I yep, think the Raiders had was. their number. I was like, you know what? This team is riding he high. going to do it. They, I was going to do it. And after I heard this, there is no chance in hell. I would ever pick the Raiders after not their defense not being able to practice going up against the best offensive football. That is asinine. Absolutely not. The Raiders get this win. They take advantage. The Raiders also are stupid because they've been fined another million dollars and more draft picks because of COVID, not wearing masks, not following protocols. This team is just so badly, poorly ran, and it's, it's really stupid. Another million-dollar fine that's so dumb going down the tubes. Uh, Raiders get this win big, 34-16. I think that Derek Carr is going to struggle against this defense. I do expect Patty Mahomes to light it up. Uh, I expect a huge game from Travis Kelsey. I think that's going to be the guy they struggle against, especially in the middle of the field. Listen, your secondary's tired. You haven't practiced. The speed of this team is going to kill you. 34-16, Chiefs. So Like it. Yep, Monday Night Football, the last game. It's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Los, Ve- Los Angeles – my God, Los Angeles Rams. <laughs> this is my game of the week. So, here's – I'll tell you this. And, Steve, we're just about done, and we'll get you out of the cold, brother. Here – um Sounds good to me. Jul- bro- Jules, I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you guys this. The Buccaneers had that bad loss two weeks ago. They're coming off – they're riding high. Um the Rams look great. I'll tell you this. You know, they've been inconsistent at times, but the Rams' defense has shown up. They really, really look good. Um, secondary led by Jalen Ramsey really changed them, definitely, for the better. Uh, this game's going to be back and forth. It's going to be high scoring. You guys remember that game, uh, Chiefs-Rams, uh, back in 2018? Remember that back and forth battle? Yeah, I expect course. that again. I expect something like okay. that again. And I do expect that it's going to be a turnover battle. I do. I think Tom Brady will throw an interception. Jared Goff will definitely cough it up. And listen, the one way that the Buccaneers can win is to get to the quarterback. And the Rams just lost their left tackle. Andrew Whitworth is out for the year with a torn MCL. That's a problem. You're blindsided. So, and that's where 
Uh, JPP could come in and wreak havoc for you. I expect the Buccaneers to win this game by two, 33-31. I think Tom Brady at the end just does enough and gets them in the end zone to win the game. And the Rams, they at the end, the Rams will put up numbers because the defense of the Buccaneers, which has been in strength this year, is going to really struggle against this team. And the game plan for the Rams is going to be exactly what the Saints did to them a couple weeks ago. But it's not going to be enough. Buccaneers get this win 33-31. Okay, Rams 6-3, and three, Bucks 7-3. Tampa Bay is a four-point favorite. Big Steve, who do you got? Got to go with Tom. Can't count him out. He does well on primetime games. He does. So I'm going to say I'm going to keep it boring as possible. Brady, Brady and company get it done. 28-21. Okay. Okay. Uh, what do you got, Jules? I have a similar type feel to this game as well. I'm feeling a 31-24 situation for the Buccaneers. I I don't buy the Rams quite yet, even though they beat the Seahawks. I just don't know what to make of this team. They look very flukish to me. I'm not sold yet. I think the Bucs have a lot of good things going. I know they got embarrassed by the Saints, but maybe this is where they could start to get hot. They could start to play together more. I mean, they looked a lot better against Carolina. Obviously, the opponent wasn't as good, but Brady spread the ball out much more, and I just think the Bucks' offense is a lot better than the Rams, obviously. And I think you made a great point, Bobby, with Whitworth being out. The Bucks have a lot of guys that can get to golf and make him uncomfortable. Yeah, it's going to be a problem. Losing Whitworth was the it's worst thing that could happen to them, definitely. Yep. Uh, <clears throat> oh, by gonna... the way, I'm going to I'm going to make a bold statement here. Uh, I don't know if you guys follow. Everyone go with hot takes. Let's get those hot takes. All right, you want a hot take? I'll give you one. I'm going to do better than Peter Rosenberg, R.J. Bell, and Incarcerated Bob <laughs> when they do their picks. I will do better than all of them. And I won't go 12-4, and four, but I might go 10-6 and six, uh, okay. this weekend. Okay. Okay. Okay, definitely. If you go 10-6 or six or better, you will be shouted out. And honestly, we're going to get you. And Steve, you know we're getting you on the show again before the season oh, ends. Oh, for sure. Here's a, here's a hot take uh, for Monday night game, fellas. Uh, I do think Antonio Brown is going to be limited. I think that the one person that's going to have a big game for the Buccaneers is Godwin. I think he's going to t- he's going to take this opportunity because they're going to double cover um, Mike Evans and they're going to have Ramsey cover him. And then what I think with AB is they're going to have a little bit of a linebacker and a corner on there to try to limit him. It's I know it's easier said than done. AB is one of the best to ever do it. But I do think Chris Godwin's going to be one-on-one in the end. He's going to eat that secondary alive, uh, whoever their nickel corner is. I forgot the guy's name. But um, I do think that this game is going to be a really, really good one. I think Tom Brady will be under pressure a lot, guys. The, the Buccaneers offensive line has been very, very inconsistent. They've been switching around, guys. Ryan Jensen, who was their longtime center, got moved to guard. And – it's just not been really good for the Buccaneers, but I do think my hot take that Tom Brady at the end of the game, when you need a, when you need it the most, he does what a goat does. He he gets the win for them. And one last thing, if you guys want to yell at me for my picks being wrong, and then this is uh, talking to the to our loyal listeners, uh, you can at me at underscore Big Steve eighty nine. You can uh, do whatever you want. Just don't slide in my DMs. I won't answer them. <laughs> but you can always yell at me on Twitter. Uh, Got to get those numbers up. I want to be able to talk to all of you about football. Yeah. Even Let's if get... you guys are wrong, and I'm right, I'm always right, just to let you guys know. <laughs> but just, out, just throwing it out there. 
underscore Big Steve 89 is where you can at me. Well, let's get Big Steve to 1,000 followers. Let's get him. Yeah, let's get him to 1K. Yeah, we got to get those numbers up. You know, we're trying two, to make these I'm campaigns. I'm almost at 2K. Let's get you to 1K. Let's get me to 2K. Tell me more than 2K, brother. Uh, Yo, Bobby 2K. That sounds nice. All right, Bobby. There we go, baby. We're going to get you there soon. Bobby 2K. I love we're that. We're going to get you there by the end of this month, hands down, easily. Let's do it. <laughs> let's do it, man. But, Steve, my brother, thank you so much for coming on again. You Anytime, know, Julian, guys, I love you, you so to death. Much. And, ju- and Steve, uh, I know we'll be talking to you before then. Happy Thanksgiving to you, my brother. I'm thankful that I was same able to, you, to, uh, to connect with you this year, definitely. Oh, same, bro. Same. This is all thanks to Julian, man. He reached yep. out to me in the beginning of the year, and now I get to uh, interact with you and everybody else that interacts with our uh, GT family. So yeah, it's been a lot of fun, and we got to keep the ride going. And, uh, you know, um, Things happen for a reason. I believe that. And Absolutely. this is the only good things to come. Absolutely. Thank you, my brother. Yeah. Steve, Anytime, that was guys. We said yes, and we'll definitely have you on again. And I couldn't agree more. Like, it's been a tough year, but we've also gained a lot from it. So yes, we we'll have. see what happens going forward. And, Steve, I'm sure we'll see you somewhere soon. Bobby will be back. Oh, back. you'll see me. You'll no. see me all over Twitter, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. That <laughs> we're, that no, we're I'm just telling sure. you. I'm telling you. Here's the hashtag. Get Big Steve to 1K. Gotta get Big Steve to 1K. All right. So, and then get Bobby get 2K. Trending. Bobby 2K was Bobby 2K. Bobby 2K has a better ring than Stevie 1K. <laughs> yeah, it definitely but does. But I appreciate it. But, Jules, you take it, oh, take it away, bro. All right. So, Bobby, I actually do have a question for you about some fantasy plays. Absolutely. For this week. No Big problem. week. So, no hit problem. me with your under-the-radar plays. Tell me all the guys I need to start and say. I know you did your list, but let's get some knowledge. Let's spread the wealth, brother. Okay, so I will tell you guys this right now. Um, as I just posted right now, my picks for the week, I want to um, – on, and you can catch my picks and my fantasy stardom sit them at grunttalksmlb.com. So I will tell you guys this. Somebody for, um, for me definitely this week who you should definitely take advantage of for, <clears throat> for this is I would definitely – play I think Cam Newton is a play this week I really do a quarterback I think he could take advantage of this terrible defense of the excuse me the um the Texans also there's other stuff I'm gonna pull up my um I'm gonna pull up my list right now I'll go through I'll go through every position so my start for quarterback that I think you should everyone should look into is Cam Newton he I know there's the obvious ones like uh, Big Ben and Lamar. Uh, go with Cam Newton. I think that's the under-the-radar one. Uh, a quarterback to sit, I'm going to tell you, is I would definitely sit in fantasy Tom Brady over the Rams, in my opinion. I think the Rams could – like I oh, know – really? I, wow. I told, like I said, I think it's going to be high scoring, but I think they're going to limit what he can do. I do, like I said, they do score thirty three, but do they have also a good have defense. They so, do, yeah. yeah. They also have Ronald Jones who could take care of business. But I did Joe say, baby. I did say to sit Ronald Jones against the Rams. Oh, I might, I might change that. Um, but I'm going to tell you this for my ultimate stardom this week. For sure, I would most definitely start DeAndre Swift over the Carolina. Oh, oh let's go Swift, baby! Let's ride the Swift train. DeAndre trade. Swift. Last week showed why he needs to be the starter. And he got his first career start last week. And Matt Patricia, the rocket scientist, 
now realizes, yes, he's the starter. Definitely put him in here. My sit him for the week is Todd Gurley. I'm going to tell you this. Oh, wow. I'm on what Todd Gurley has been doing with um, with the Falcons. Very touchdown dependent. I just don't see it with him. He's not what he used to be. No. Definitely don't, if you can, sit him down. Also, Melvin Gordon has been nothing for the Broncos. I'm really disappointed with him. That's another one. Uh, for my receivers, I'm going to tell you guys right now, uh, definitely my under-the-radar start for you guys is Marquise Brown from the Ravens. He hasn't Whoa. really done much, but I think that against this secondary, he could really – caused some damage. He's been complaining not getting the ball. I think Lamarck again the ball. Also another one, Travis Fulgham for the Eagles against right. the Browns. I think stuck. he could really uh, under the radar do damage. Um, I'm going to tell you this and call me crazy. Who to sit? A. Brady against the Rams. Like I said, they're oh. going to limit him. They're going to limit him. I said that before. Antonio Brown will be limited against the Rams. They're going to focus on him and Mike Williams and Mike Williams, forgive me, Mike Evans. And like I said, uh, that's where Chris Godwin comes in. But AB. Gronk, too. It could be a I, big Gronk exactly, spot. Exactly. Exactly. That's another thing. So, but um, go to the wide receivers. First, my ultimate start. TJ Hawkinson for me has been very, I put him on my list. He's been very hot and cold. But oh, yeah. I do think he could take advantage of the defense, the Carolina Panthers. He, also, another uh, tight end to watch out for is Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry is a free oh, yeah, agent. The totally. season's starting to come to an end, and against the Jets, they will struggle. Oh, I would absolutely play him against uh, us. The Jets can't stop the tight a end. A tight end to sit? There's two. Don't play Kyle Rudolph for the Vikings and Big Steve. And Big Steve. Oh, he's not here anymore. Sorry, oh, guys. yeah, but and he'll get to know him yeah, eventually. <laughs> that, and also, Robert Tanyan, who's been absolutely tremendous for the Packers at tight end, don't expect him to do much because Alan Lazard is back. So I think his touches will be limited. I know they mm. don't play the same position, but Aaron Rodgers won't look Robert Tanyan's way a lot. Um, How are the Colts against the tight ends? Good defense, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. I mean. uh, one thing on my stardom system, I don't usually put defenses and kickers, but I will definitely start the Chargers defense over the Jets. Absolutely. The Vikings defense. Oh, I should pick them uh, up if I could. Maybe. I will tell you this. To sit a defense, they said sit the Chiefs defense. I, I don't agree with that at all. I really don't. Um, I will say, you know what? It says sit the Patriots defense. Um, I don't agree with that either. I think they could really shut down the Texans. I'm going to say shut down the Saints defense over the Falcons because maybe they could put up some numbers. But other than that, with kickers, I don't think we really need to get into kickers. But uh, <laughs> No, we're good, brother. You did a great job. Thanks for helping me out. Absolutely. Anytime, bro. You know that. But, uh, Jules, what do you say you finish it off, bro? All right, so Grunt Talks MLB, that's our website where you can see all the great content Bobby is talking about with his posted right now. Also, our YouTube channel, Grunt Talks MLB, a lot of videos going up on there, football and baseball all the time for that great sports content. Go to Grunt Talks MLB. You could also subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Grunt Talks, GMT Sports Talk, that's where you find us on the podcast. And then um, the Twitter handle is... Run Talks team. That's also Instagram as well. Personal Julian Glardy 11 on Instagram. And then my Twitter is Julian Glardy 1. Thanks, everyone. Yep. My personal Twitter is BTOMPS81. My personal Instagram, Bobby Thompson81. You can check all our content on GruntTalksMOB.com. Once again, we are GT Sports Talk presented by Grunt Talks. Thank you so much, everybody. We'll be back. Brother, always a pleasure. Absolutely.